Hi, and welcome to Unlimited, the podcast platform that gives voice to remarkable women and mothers from the Arab world and beyond to inspire, engage, and drive growth. With this new episode of Unlimited Features, we'll enter into the construction sector to uncover the journey of Chad Nivazan, General Manager of Oxford Aluminium and Glass Industries. Passionate about design and academically ambitious, Chadney started off as a designer in the construction industry. After her marriage, she moved to the UAE, where she was offered to join her partner's family business. But to develop expertise and earn trust and authority, she opted to work first for an external company. 200 kilometers of commuting by car every day and a toddler waiting for her at home didn't stop Chadney, who instead truly felt that the efforts were worth it. As if her gained experience in business operations, marketing, technical specification and market insights weren't enough, she even applied for an executive MBA and only then she felt ready to rejoin her family business so she could bring a valuable new point of view. So let's welcome Chadney to understand together how a woman perspective can impact such a male-dominated industry or vice versa. Hi, Chadney, and welcome to Unlimited. How do you do? Hi, Daniel. Thank you so much. So uh, it's always wonderful to be part of a platform that celebrates women. Thank you for giving me an opportunity. It's our pleasure, Chadney, especially because since our launch, we've now featured more than 30 inspiring business women coming from all different backgrounds, fashion, beauty, well-being, medical, architecture, even artificial intelligence. But you're the very first one that comes from the aluminum and glass industry. So please tell us your story from the beginning. So um, from my childhood, I was very academically oriented person. So it, I'm not a brilliant person in class, but then I, <laughs> I come back and I do that extra hard work to reach the position where I want to. So uh, I did my engineering in civil and uh, I joined a design firm based in Bangalore and India back home. Um, I worked there for a brief period, uh, which is when I got married and I came to UAE. Uh, my husband owns a company um, in aluminum and glass, Passat Industry. So I worked there for a brief period. Uh, but then it was uh, more of a learning process there. And I was having so many limitations in my mindset uh, to learn because I was very skeptical of how people will take it up when I ask you questions. So um, I, I was in my own thought process and in my own world where I thought that I was limiting myself. So I took a step back and I worked in another company, which is also a family-owned business, but at a different scale. So I was in a technical and marketing position there, and I got exposed to many major projects in UAE, and I could expand my professional circle. I got to meet a lot of clients and consultants of major projects happening in UAE, and it was a good exposure to me, I would say. Uh, that's when I realized that this field is so dynamic and I, I, there are a lot of possibilities here, uh, where, which are a lot, of, a lot of areas which are untapped that could be explored. So it, it was a great revelation. And uh, I, I thought that at some point in my career, I wanted to have more academic backing to know what is exactly the managerial field and uh, to give more flavor and flair to it. So that's when I joined my executive MBA. Uh, so it was a very tight schedule because I am a mother. I am a working mother. So um, uh, I have to get to, to different responsibilities. And in midwife, I joined um, an MBA course, which demands a rigid um, 
you know, rigid routine that every weekends I have to be there for my classes and weekdays I have to attend to my son and uh, online learning because of the pandemic and then the work. So it was just, I was running here and there without reaching any particular destination that I want to. So I decided to step back and uh, with all the learnings and all the uh, all the thought processes along with me, I thought that I should uh, get back to my husband's company because uh, I, I, I have a background in civil, in construction field. I have around seven to eight years experience here. And uh, this is a field that I want to have my career established in. And why not step back there and give some positive contributions to my own company and uh, do something, uh, you know, uh, remarkable there. So that's when I decided to get back. Uh, and now I am working here as a general manager. And it's, it's a wonderful learning process happening. Every day I'm learning, um, yesterday's, today's, and hoping to learn much more tomorrow. So, yes, that's, that's how I landed up here. <laughs> what about the reality that you found uh, when you first arrived in the UAE compared to your original expectations? So when I just got married, I knew that uh, my husband is from UAE, but I, I thought it's Dubai. <laughs> so when I came here, he was in Ummal Queen. So to reach Dubai, it's always a one and a half hour car drive. So, so it was a, it, uh, it was a shock to me because uh, I, I loved Dubai from, you know, from the phase Dubai was developing and the infrastructure and the city, how it evolved to be this great. When I got a job in Dubai, uh, the commuting uh, part, which is like almost consumed uh, three, three hours of my travel time which is like one and a half hours two and one and a half hours back but never once I felt that you know I I am spending these many hours to just reach my workplace because I wanted to do that I wanted I uh, that that was my true love for my city which is now also I have because now I am a Dubai resident so I'm happy about it but then uh, uh, before those in those times I enjoyed it never in a time that I felt that I'm taking too much because I was a mother that time and my son was only two year old. But then uh, the feeling that he's safe with my in-laws didn't have, other than that, I didn't have any bodies because I, I was liking my job. I was having a circle of my own. I was meeting people and I was developing myself professionally. And I was in a city where I, I wanted to be in. So all these factors strongly contributed to me not complaining about Uh, the commuting and coming to Dubai or uh, all those problems. I never found those problems as problems or big issues, but I found it as a part of my journey. So it was worth it. It was definitely worth it. <laughs> yes. And that shows the great determination that you had in developing yourself professionally before joining back Oxford Aluminum and Glass Industries, which is where you're now the general manager. So I wanted to ask you, Which changes have you implemented since joining back the family business? Uh, first thing is that many a times, many operational challenges happen when there is no proper communication between different departments. So sometimes it is very much ne necessary that you bring every problem on the table, every key players there, and then discuss the problem. And then come down to the core issue, which is creating the problem. 
many times that goes unaddressed because that's what i learned as well in my professional career till now because when you are an employee employee you get to know what happens there so you you know exactly what are the challenges which are not escalated to the management so when you reach a position uh, fortunately that if you become in a top uh, managerial role you understand that these and these are the problem which is common to any industry mm-hmm. so uh, that is one thing that we uh, like once i joined the business then you know uh, this open 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 communication between the de- different departments and there's no uh, ego or uh, uncertainty anywhere everybody can interact and discuss anything important and also uh, there is no hierarchy in our organization our company is around 25 plus year old so in earlier times it was more of a organized organization which had hierarchical proper designations handed over to different managers and it was that way so it was completely changed by my husband and when i joined i supported it completely because i truly believe in that open culture because culture is what shapes an organization so if you give accountability and responsibility to each of your employees then what happens is that they get a sense of ownership and they just respond so positively that your business just thrives so i have seen that happen in our organization uh, so we trust the employees completely and if they come back to us with problems we we tend we first listen to it and then we think of possibilities so it's it's a given take because there are a lot of operational challenges that come and you have to be sensitive enough to listen to that and respond to it in a way which is more practical you know rather than just being authoritative and saying yes i want to get it done because there are a lot of limitations which you have to accept happens mm-hmm. so that's one thing and second thing what i did first and foremost when i joined back was that uh, marketing wise we were not that great we were doing many projects but then uh, we were not actually projecting the way it has to be shown to customers because it's all up to how customers perceive your company how is it and what value you create and how do you capture the value and show it to the customers so that's very important and marketing is very strong tool that every company should have it as you know it's a top priority which unfortunately many in the construction field doesn't focus much on mm-hmm. because we think okay this is some field that you don't need much of marketing it just happens organic it's not true because everybody everyone is ultimately a, a consumer and they want to know what is the ultimate value they are getting uh, by choosing you and it's it's a industry where uh, it, we are talking in millions and billions it's not just small money that you talk so uh, so in cons- uh, so when i joined so first thing i did was that website got a revamp and then uh, i had that design flair in me and i changed all the corporate profiles and whatever we had and then i tried to project uh, what was uh, we giving unique to the customers uh so that they know what are they getting when they choose us and what do we do differently from our competitors um and then uh, second thing was that i updated all social media profiles and we are very active in all social media platforms because i believe that you have to listen to the customer first social listening is very very important specifically in this time uh because you have to listen to what they want and you have to customize your solutions to suit their requirements so these all parameters were you know there are minor uh, important uh, um, interventions which were required and i hope that i had done effectively uh, in my brief period of time yes you briefly referred to the scale of this business being it uh, a multi million dollar sector as you said 
And I wanted to address that even for those who might feel that uh, they're not affected or touched by this uh, industry, well, actually, whenever we enter into a mall, into a hospital, whenever we go to the gym or even when we come back home, whether it's a villa or an apartment, well, we are surrounded by aluminum and glass. So can you help us to better understand this uh, segment? So when it comes to a construction project, when it comes to a tower, um, there are like mid-rise and uh, high high towers and there are mega infrastructure development. In all the projects, the inevitable part, specifically in this part of this geographical region is this aluminum and glass because it's going to be there at least a door and window in all the buildings is is mandatory and also the facades if you see it's all aluminum cladded buildings because of the maintenance and you know the heat uh, uh, heat transfer facade part is very very crucial for all the construction uh, projects almost all the buildings here in UAE has these so it, it it's it almost covers like around 35% of the budget for the uh, whole project. So we can probably say that you helped to shape the landscape and the skyline of Dubai and the UAE as we know it today, right? Yes, yes. Now, allow me quite a rhetorical question. Being a woman in this sector, have you experienced the particular challenges or limitations or were there more self-limitations? I remember at the beginning you were mentioning some uh, limiting beliefs. Uh, I was limiting myself and my mindset. So I was confining myself to something uh, to a point where I was very skeptical on what people would think, what people would feel like when I asked them. That was one thing that I, uh, limited me from, you know, completely knowing what the industry is, what it is, what the uh, what is happening in the shop, shop floor. Because most of the things happen in fabrication. If you know how it is being made and then it is being sent to the site and how it's being installed, you know the process, then it's much more easier for you to handle it. So I strongly believe that has to happen. But then if you limit yourself thinking that, oh, I'm the only woman in the whole company. Can I do that? Can I go there? So all these thoughts, if you limit yourself, then obviously you have to think about what others think about you. It's not at all relevant because in nowadays that women have reached everywhere and anywhere possible. In uh, your opinion, what could be the key reasons behind uh, such a low presence of women in this industry? Could it be a lack of interest, a lack of awareness uh, or lack of opportunities? First, it is all in the mindset because um, initially when I joined in this field, uh, what I sensed was that whenever there is a women uh, uh, women representation in top position always there is a mm, there is a judgment that oh it's a woman it's a it's a lady uh, who is handling this part of the project so why why is there a demarcation there because it doesn't matter if it's a lady or a man it is what job role they are handling and how they are executing it so it's it's mostly that you know that judgmental thought that goes always because I had seen it throughout my career where you know whenever there is a lady handling something you have to pass on some comments there okay it's a lady so she doesn't know much about it but why has to be that uh, thought that you know there is no um, it's it's and it's purely judgmental before even trying to meet that person you make an assumption there and then it doesn't matter right whatever you have discussion you already made a decision in your mind that this is going to be this way so that is there but then uh, saying that, uh, but now what I see is that there are a lot more women in the field, in sight, who are just uh, handling many 
important role that seemed to be very dominated by men before. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just go to sites and they handle it very normally, like how a man does. So it's it's not a rocket science ultimately. They come there, they do their work, and they go back home. So uh, it's similar to all field. Yes, uh, in fashion and other field, they have more flair and they they have more interest in that. But then now, uh, even uh, a lady in UAE is going to space. So uh, we have reached a phase where uh, there are no limitations for women or any gender for that matter. So there is no demarcation, and that thin line between man and woman is slowly you know, being wiped off. So uh, industry is evolving gradually, but not drastically, I would say, because even you go in any meetings, it's always in a table of 10. It's always eight men and two women. That is an unfortunate situation. But then things are changing in a way. What I'm telling is that what I told initially, where, you know, you see that, uh, oh, that position is occupied by a woman. Now, at least that discussion, I, I don't feel it is, okay, so th- this this is the person handling it, so we, we'll come to the point. So, you know, that has changed at least. So, you know, that uh, thought process that, oh, there is a gender difference here. So, you know, that moves on, then, you know, things will slowly change. You can't expect to have a drastic change in a field which was earlier dominated by men. So, but then it is surely evolving and I sh- I believe that there will be definitely many changes that will come forth and this will be a industry where there will be representation from all the genders, yes. And unfortunately, we all know that uh, one of the challenges that arise in particular when working in a male-dominated sector is motherhood. So how did motherhood impact your career? Motherhood was very important phase in my uh, career journey, if you could say, because that's when I... Uh, I I read a lot of books and I understood that how well I could, uh, you know, align myself, my career path, and then um, what should I do next? So that's when I also did a course in interior design. I never sat back uh, during that phase that it's a phase where you have to sit back and relax or you have to just do whatever you're doing, because that's when you get a lot of time for yourself. Um, and um, it, it, was, uh, it was a very interesting phase in my life and uh, uh, during the pregnancy and after the delivery as well I took a two-year break altogether Mm -hmm. uh, because one year was I spent for studying in that pregnancy phase throughout and then once I had a baby I spent most of the time with him but then I was doing many uh, portfolio and I was doing a freelance interior designing work as well so we were I was taking our projects but I could do it when my son was you know taking a nap or uh, mostly I didn't have to spend much time so that's that's what I was doing when uh, during my pregnancy phase. What would you say has been the turning point in your professional journey? Uh, in my professional journey the major turning point was when I decided to do a uh, uh, executive MBA because that's when um, I got many um, different perspective and global view on how uh, what happens in the industry. It's not specifically industry specific, but what happens in the business, which is common and can be applicable to all the businesses. So uh, w- what really happens in real life is that you cannot get that liberty to experiment because time is limited. You have a lot of things going around and you don't get that liberty to uh, do a trial and error scenario there. So when you have an exposure, you have a, a field where you can read different ideas, different thought processes, different established things done by great people, great entrepreneurs. It's always good to 
uh, emulate those or try to get uh, extract good points from them and then uh, do your own things or improvise it because uh, it's not that you many people have already done many things in life in business which you can you know understand reflect upon uh, reflect upon and extract the right things from there so it's it's always um, good to get different people's viewpoint as well because mba is very practical oriented that i feel whatever we've studied till now all the trigonometries and tables and charts we are nowhere using in in our real life but then these all things which are very practical whatever we learn we apply the very next day in the office so that is a great um, exposure for you as an uh, specifically if you own a business where you can experiment everything you have access to all the departments and you get to uh, experiment there and do if it works if that model works or you can work with different business models and frameworks which which will really help so that that uh, that was a big turning point in my career that's when i realized that i have to get back to my business where i could implement many of my learnings there and uh, which and i could understand the meaning and purpose of the business which i could uh, implement yes so an mba during the pandemic plus a business to run and a young boy in distance learning how did you cope definitely to go uh, to get it run smoothly you need help from your close ones that is for sure because if you're handling it all alone you're stressing yourself too much because you 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 have to have uh, you have limited time you have to handle your son you have to handle your professional career you have to study you have to do some household so all these to manage you will be putting too much stress on yourself and mentally you will be affected very badly but then that time it's okay to ask help from your close ones because that is very inevitable and necessary at many points and i am very fortunate to have a husband who is truly understanding and uh, he many a times where i was having a lot of submissions and you know some professional work and uh, uh, my son's online schooling going on in the side so it it was very overwhelming at many points where my husband just stepped in and he said i'll do it you can you you take care of this you know sometimes you need to allocate uh, whoever is close to you because there's nothing wrong in taking help it need not be necessarily your husband or partner but even your close friends or whoever you can ask a helping hand at an at any moment it's good for you and also people around you because your emotions are going to affect them so that really helps to uh, have a healthy ecosystem <laughs> i like it it is an ecosystem indeed and in terms of ecosystem how do you manage to keep a balance when uh, your life partners is also your business partner in my case i was uh, i am very fortunate uh, to have a very understanding partner and he had been pivotal in many critical decisions in my life standing beside me and supporting what i want to do at that moment it's never like we impose our opinion on each other but it's more of a true understanding and there's a lot of respect between us so uh, that has really enabled me in many junctures where i felt should i do this or do that and there's one person coming up to you and saying do this there's no nothing wrong in it so that just it may be a small nudge but then that have a large impact in your life so in my case that has happened many times in my 
personal and professional life where he has been a strong support system and uh, there is always whenever whenever is planning to enter my industry there were different opinions saying that is it okay if you join business where your husband is already there you meet you are you are always are together at home and then at company also together there will be clash of thoughts and all these are all in somebody's head so it's it's not going to actually affect it's there's nothing right or wrong it's you are two separate individuals but you are together but then you have your own opinions you may have to you know ponder about it have a discussion but it will be always good that you are always together so that you can sort it out much more easily than having more clashes around it so till now uh, so far so good it has been uh, wonderful to have him around uh, in both my professional and personal life so uh, and what i feel is that in uh, in everybody's life if if that you know minor nudge that you have to give your partner and then uh, not imposing your views onto them rather than they have their own opinions and uh, you just give your support and say that i'm going to be there with you uh, helps a lot in uh, in both of their lives i feel and what an incredible role model for your son right yeah he is definitely a <laughs> great role model for my son to look up to because uh, uh, in any matters where you feel very vulnerable he's always there sitting calm and saying what is this a big issue so <laughs> then you then you are okay okay there's one person when the sea is rough one person is calm and you feel okay so i i don't think this is a big issue for now he helps putting things into perspective exactly if i may can i ask you how did you meet so in our case it was uh, an arranged marriage so we met through our parents um and then uh, there was an instant connection so once we met and then we had a chat for a brief time and we felt that we need to extend this chatting to a dating so <laughs> that's where we uh, we had a licensed dating phase approved by both our parents so uh, we had a time where we used to travel also and we used to you know uh, interact much and learn more about each other and after that we got married uh, so it was very interesting phase because uh, arranged marriage is a taboo for many so uh, in our case it was uh, as i said we both understood that we both are different individuals though it took time it was not that instantaneously we were like oh we are mature individuals <laughs> it was not like that but then we were you know giving I, I, uh, both of us our space and then we realized this it was a realization that happened and then we now it is like both of us know that uh, this is our view and this is how he is going to react or she is going to react but that's okay uh, and then if you didn't feel that um, that should, that could have been done better then we have a healthy discussion there so it's more of a friendship that we uh, cherish now than you know a husband wife relationship and i'm i'm really happy that i have a best friend in my husband what are the key qualities that allowed you to succeed in your journey professional and personal journey uh key qualities one thing is that uh, initially i was not having that confidence in me that um, okay um, uh, would it be right should i do this or do that all that all self limiting thoughts but then now i am uh, i would say if i'm saying something i'm saying it with confidence because i would have done lot of uh, thinking that um, lot of iterations in my mind and then i say something so always there is a deep thinking involved in many of the 
decisions and opinions that I say. And that's that's what I, I, one thing that I've learned in my journey that you have to be confident. But in order to be confident, you need to do your homework on what you're going to say about it because just being confident won't help in many cases. Yeah. And the second thing, which is consistently what I've told is that I'm, I'm quite a hardworking person and I give more attention to details. So I, I just want uh, all, I try my best to get things done in the best possible way. So that's one thing. And third thing, what I learned is that you get to learn from all people in your life. There's certainly so much that we can learn from each other. And that's why we love engaging in, in this conversation, right? To explore each other's journey and to learn from each other's. If you could go back in time, would you do anything differently? Um, definitely, I don't want to change anything because what I am today is because what I have done in my past. So I don't want to change anything uh, in my life because I'm very happy where I am now it, it is because of all the learnings and what have gone through so there has been many you know setbacks and I don't want to think about it and ponder on those setbacks but I, I want to celebrate my achievements so that I am you know in my happy space but then I also want to develop from there and looking forward knowing that you are already the general manager of the company what are the new goals that you would love to accomplish let's say in the next five to ten years Another designing business as well alongside uh, the aluminum and glass wheel because uh, our group company also has a contracting company. So if, if we have a designing wing also, then it would be um, good to in, you know in, uh, integrate all of these and then to have the whole um, package that we could give to the customers. So it will be unique value that the customer gets if they approach us. So that is one thing that I would like to definitely do in five to 10 years of my tenure. Um, and also, I, I do not want to stop myself from uh, studying because I, I feel that that's where, you know, you learn a lot of things. You, you constantly evolve when you uh, know what is happening, when you update yourself. And for me as a person, I don't do it by my own. But if there is something like you have to do it, then I will do it. So uh, I feel that I have to do much more uh, studies and maybe finance and operations of business. Um, that's where I want to more specialize on. And, um, uh, and also in company point of view, I want to contribute more on strategizing the company and setting it in the uh, a direction where you can focus on some areas where you could tap and uh, mo gain more revenue so uh, that's that's also one area where we would like to focus uh, i would like to focus on so definitely very forward thinking and tell me what advice uh, do you have for any young woman who would like to venture in this sector so my advice would be don't hesitate uh, don't think that this is a field which is very alienated. You can't enter here because it's dominated by men or this particular position is handled by men so far. There's no such gender disparity existing now. So if you have the confidence and you have interest in this field, then just don't park your thoughts. Just go about it. So what I felt personally is that uh, being a woman is not restricting you to enter this field at least now, for sure. If you have truly interest in this, it need not be only design. It's, it's the execution and going to site and seeing how things happen and uh, um, all other areas where you can, operations or whatever, which is your area of interest. 
definitely go uh, about it. So, and also um, always be open to learning because definitely you you have to learn. You have to continually evolve anywhere and everywhere. You get the opportunity. Don't just let it go. Just grab it and then world is yours. Yes. And this leads me to ask you what we call our paramount question. What does unlimited mean to you? Unlimited is digging deep into yourself and understanding what is your uh, unlimited capabilities in order to explore the unlimited boundless opportunities that are around you. It is always within you and it's always up to you. Wonderful, Chadni. Thank you so much for sharing your journey with us today and thank you for proving that women can truly shine and excel in every possible field. Thank you. Thank you, Unlimited, for giving me this wonderful opportunity. Um, I, am, I am always up to like go for, for the platforms that support women and uh, the platforms that help women share their thoughts because it's, it's always wonderful to be uh, part of that. And uh, I feel truly happy uh, and I'm, I look forward to um, much more ventures with you. Thank you for listening. We hope you found it inspiring and fulfilling. Please subscribe to Unlimited on your favorite podcast app so you won't miss out on our next stories. To learn more about our content, please log on to our website and follow us at unlimited.me on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter and help us building a truly unlimited community. Thank you. Thank you.